Yuri Shimko, sir, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. You are an environmental services technician. You work in the hospital, correct? Um, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Happy to be here. Absolutely. Yes, sir, man. Um, thank you for coming on and sharing a little bit about what you do um, on a daily basis. Um, and, you know, hopefully that'll help. I'm sure it will help people listening and kind of help them make a decision, you know, um, the path or what they want to do if, if they're moving in a certain direction in, in the medical field uh, pertaining, medical field pertaining to this example. Um, so talk a little bit about yourself. How did you get here? What, what's your story? So my story, so as Ruslan mentioned, I've been a environmental services technician for almost six years now. Mm -hmm. So in January is going to be our, our little six-year anniversary with that mm -hmm. department. <laughs> nice, nice. So about six years ago, I was hunting around for any kind of hospital job for everything that we had in the area. And I was doing that for almost a full year. Mm -hmm. And I was praying about it. And, and almost within a year... Finally, I got a call from one of the hospitals in the area, and they're like, we want to give you an interview. I was super excited because it is, as you I guys bet, know, dude, in yeah, Sacramento, it's really, really hard to get into any kind of hospital yeah. as anything. Yeah. So the interview went well. I got hired, and I've been there ever since. I love it. Beautiful job. Um, I know the name environmental services technician might sound confusing, and some people are even watching this might think, well, what someone, on earth? What kind of thinking? Like, oh, okay, like so a car are we mechanic for him in 2020? A technician? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's actually uh, when I come in and, for example, when I come in and clean a patient's room, I'll tell them, "Hi, I'm Yuri. I'm with a housekeeping team." Okay. And or I'll tell them I'm with environmental services, and they might look at me and wonder, "What on earth? Yeah, who? Yeah. Environment? What?" <laughs> what are you spraying in my well, room? When you tell them I'm, I'm a housekeeper, they're going to say, oh, okay, housekeeper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And for people that don't know what a housekeeper is, it's almost kind of like a janitor. Okay. Yeah, so beautiful job. I've been with, working at it for about six years. And it's not just coming in and vacuuming, mopping. It's so much more than that. And it's actually very complex and very important. I bet, man. Keeping um, everybody like chemically keeping everything sterile and clean and from one patient to the other making sure no no germs or anything else transfers right mm -hmm. so what it is talk talk a little what it is what is it talk a little bit about um what it is you do or your your job describe it um why you're in this job your plans for the future so our department in itself so our hospital has over 500 beds, patient beds. Mm -hmm. So if you think about, okay, if we're having up to 500 patients at a time, so how many people are cleaning the hospital yeah. during the day? Yeah. So our department has over 150 staff. Mm -hmm. So we have three shifts, actually four, but say on our AM shift, we have over 40 people that are working mm -hmm. in the whole hospital. And we have different areas that we service. We have area where all the kids are all the sick kids we have an area where our, all most of the patients can't see or understand you because they're either intubated they can't they're out mm -hmm. per se and we have patients that are there maybe first for a for, for some surgery or they're there for a cough or a sore throat in the emergency department or something mm -hmm, else mm -hmm. and people don't always notice us but 
we're there and we're keeping the place clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We like to think of ourselves as kind of the mother of the hospital. Okay. One time, so I claimed my kind of mentality was to know everything as much as I can in my department and time at a time I alternate and I'll cover like a, like a shift lead position. Mm-hmm. And what's nice about that is you also get a lot of managing experience. Mm. So it was nice because for me, one time we were holding the phones, everyone calls us for everything. And Mm -hmm. I remember putting the phone on silent on accident and an hour or two later, I'm thinking, wow, no no one's calling us. It's beautiful. And then you look at the phone and you're looking and you're saying, wow, we have over 20 missed calls. Yeah. And we just started talking with one of... uh, one of one of my one of our other workers and we're like, wow, this hospital cannot live without us for a couple hours. Yeah, they need something. It's gonna be a wreck, a mess. Yeah, dude, I bet because especially a hospital, you know, everything needs mm-hmm. to be tidy, super tidy. Yeah, so we clean everything a, a specific way. We don't just come in there and wipe everything with water. We have special chemicals that we use, and it's pretty much even chemicals that you can't buy at your local Walmart. Mm, okay, it's chemicals that are specifically targeting. Uh, like specific bacteria, like uh, hospitals are known for having. So, um, are you guys are you guys killing ninety nine percent of the germs or a hundred percent? Oh, I hope a hundred percent. Okay, because <laughs> nobody ever wants to say a hundred percent. But as as clean as you want to clean, the place is still dirty. Yeah, and our our biggest factor is there's like a super bug in the hospital, and uh, all the hospitals called C diff. Mm-hmm. What is that? Kind of like a gut bacteria. Mm. And it's not easily killed, but it can spread easily. So our chemical kills that and the room's safe. And we actually, in our hospital, we have like a little robot. Okay. That comes in, it uses UV light. Mm -hmm. And you put the the robot in the room and you start pretty much shooting the room with this uh, UV light. Mm -hmm. And it kills those spores that that bacteria produces. So it's essentially... We go above and beyond to make sure that the rooms are nice and clean for all the patients. Wow. I never imagined mm-hmm. that you guys do the UV. So I'm, I'm guessing you obviously you leave the room before you turn on the machine. Of course. So we only have one machine right now. 500 yeah. rooms. Obviously, the, the light doesn't, doesn't, get, doesn't get into all the rooms. Yeah. In the future, we hope to get more of the robots. Mm-hmm. That'd be really beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And so it, would, uh, it would probably uh save i don't want to say save money but it'll help you know it'll replace using chemicals maybe in in some instances or no 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 so you still need to come in some people worry oh is this going to take away my job it's going to take away my job you know am i going to be jobless and no because someone again you can shoot a light at something but if the cup is still standing here it's still going to stand there someone has to come pick it up so someone has to <laughs> come wipe true. the germ okay but as as good as you want to wipe stuff, stuff still stays. Okay. So that extra So it just light, helps out. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. So whenever we know of, oh, a patient comes in and they have, for example, C. diff, mm-hmm. and it's a big old name, it's like Cidificil, something, something, something. Mm. And those are the kind of rooms we want to make sure we want to put the light in so it kills that bug. So okay. the patient that comes in next for a broken arm doesn't end up staying doesn't, in the hospital with that bug or something yeah yeah you know? that, that that makes sense yeah so what is um what is your your daily daily life as a environmental tech or, or a housekeeper you come in in the morning um is there something you guys go through do you, do you got to change because you're using these chemicals how, how does it work 
So when I start the shift, our AM, so our, all of our shifts operate a little bit differently. So our AM shift, we come in, we have like this, we call it a huddle. Mm -hmm. I know most of our, our departments in the hospital have a huddle and that's where our supervisors share with us information that's very important. Oh, this is what's going on. This is what happened yesterday, the day before. It's kind of like a, almost, almost like a big safety meeting, announcements meeting. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. everybody is well informed and everybody's on the same page. Mm. So after that, that takes about 10 minutes. Then we go, we get our supplies that we need for the day. And depending on where you're working, you know what you're going to need. Like yeah. if you're cleaning, um, say, a surgical area, you're going to get the supplies. Then you're going to go change. Because if you're cleaning a surgical area, you can't just go in in your normal. So by uh, surgical area, you mean, okay, so this is obviously not a patient room. You're cleaning mm -hmm. like a, a surgery room where they just had a surgery? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. So I know most hospitals, they have housekeepers that service all, even the surgery suites, mm -hmm. but we have uh, two surgical areas that we service. It's called okay. a uh, cardiac cath lab where mm -hmm. they do a lot of procedures in the heart. Mm -hmm. And it's called another place is called interventional radiology. That's more of like smaller procedures. They'll go in to like remove a tumor or if somebody has like some kind of abscess, mm -hmm. they'll remove that. And so depending on where you're working, if you're working with the patients, you're going to go up there, get your cart ready, mm -hmm. and then start cleaning. And we pull the trash, the dirty laundry that's in the room. Maybe mm -hmm. the patient has some sort of biohazardous waste, like the red bins that people mm -hmm. might see in the hospitals. The, all that gets pulled, and then everything has to be treated specifically. Like even when you're pulling the trash, you can't mix it with the biohazardous waste, with mm -hmm. the laundry. All that has to be transported separate. Mm-hmm. And it can't even stay at the facility for more than 24 hours. Wow. That's how important it is. Um, as you guys know, California has a lot of laws. And those are really good laws to make sure none of the infections To stay. protect the patients. Well, yeah. and the and the employees of the hospital. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we start cleaning all the rooms. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, this, the same stuff is not used in the same room. Um, everything's kind of one-time use. Mm -hmm. We use these clots to wipe everything down. We start with the patient first, wipe around the room, the bathroom gets cleaned last, uh, and then we mop the floor, and all of, we use uh, reusable clots mm -hmm. and reusable mop mop heads, we call yeah, them, right. and those are only one one time, one, one patient use. Mm -hmm. Then we put them, we have like these little dirty bins, we put them in there, and then everything gets washed with the right temperature, mm -hmm. hot water, bleach, detergent. Mm -hmm. So everything is nice and clean. So the next day someone else can use it. Okay. And it's, and it's perfect. Yeah. Okay. And that's almost the whole day, eight hours of cleaning. Man, dude. <laughs> so your wife probably l either loves it or hates it. You come home and you probably help her clean, I'm guessing. Absolutely. Of course. Nice, dude. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um, I remember growing up, uh, Growing up, my dad used to work at a pizza place, mm -hmm. and uh, and and we were kids. And we we're like, Dad, how come you don't you don't wash the dishes? You don't know how to wash the dishes? And he's like, I wash the dishes all day at the pizza place, and I, <laughs> you know, that was funny. It was actually my first mm -hmm. job, Papa John's. So I got a little bit of taste of that, which was interesting. Anyways, back to you. Mm -hmm. Um, so your day consists of coming in, getting clocked in um cleaning so it's only eight hour days i know some hospitals have for different different positions there's eight hour days 12 hour days all that other stuff how does that work you guys work a lot of ot or no um we rarely have overtime 
we have everything scheduled out pretty nicely. Mm-hmm. If we have even if we have uh, even if we're a little short staff, we manage around it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, eight hour shifts, and trust me, after working an eight hour shift, you don't really want to stay overtime. I do. I can imagine. <laughs> so how does um are there like is it all day shift, night shift as well? Is there are there three shifts? How do the shifts work? So our AM shift is where we consist uh, mostly of all the staff. Mm-hmm. And our PM shift, um, they have a little bit less staff. So on our day shift, we come in and we clean every single patient room. Then when our PM shift comes in and we have kind of a mid shift. Mm-hmm. So I start, say, 7 a.m. Then our mid shift comes in at 11. Mm-hmm. And the mid shift helps with any patients that are going home. So after they go home, mm-hmm. that room gets fully clean. It's about a 45-minute clean. Mm-hmm. If the patient has like a transmittable disease, mm-hmm. that room's clean for over an hour. It's even longer because we clean all the walls, the ceiling. Everything that you can wipe gets wiped. Wow. Last thing you want, like I said, for someone to come in with a with a broken hand and they're staying there overnight and ending up there for two more weeks because they got a bug from the other patient yeah. that was there, you know. Dude, that's that's nice. That's so nice to know that mm-hmm. like when we're patients in the hospital that everything is so tidy and clean. I mean you can see it, mm-hmm. obviously. Um so thank you for thank you for doing that, man. Why why did you decide to go there? Is is this your is this your dream job or <laughs> you know how does what's what, what, how did that happen? Um so when I was applying for hospital jobs, I was in school um pursuing different uh, medical careers mm-hmm. and even right now I'm in school mm-hmm. um trying to get a better uh, medical education. Mm-hmm. So this was a good way for me to get my foot in the door. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people don't think about it that way. Mm-hmm. But for example, working in the environmental services department or housekeeping, that's a perfect way of networking. Mm-hmm. So even people who are thinking, oh, maybe I want to be a nurse, a doctor. Maybe I want to be a respiratory therapist. Uh, maybe I want to work as an x-ray tech. Mm-hmm. One of those, some, some of the big popular ones. And sadly, they'll go to school and they'll go through all this general education stuff. And then when they're in the program, Mm -hmm. as soon as they meet a patient that yells at them, they drop out because, oh, no, this is too stressful. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So to me, I'm kind of like, oh, man, I wish you would have volunteered at the hospital or even started as some kind of uh, entry level position and you could have got exposed to it. So to me, it was an excellent way. I was able to work almost in every single department that we had. And we have so many departments. We have labor and delivery. We have, like I said, I, the ICU, the yeah, pediatric yeah, yeah. floors, surgical floors. And it's a good way of seeing how everybody functions. You see, if you want to be a nurse, you see how the nurses work. You can kind of bug them, ask them, oh, what are you doing there? And if they're if they're nice, they'll show you, they'll tell you. Yeah, yeah. And it's a good way of you to see, oh, is this something you want to do or not? You that's know? that. That's very wise, man. Um. I know, like you said, it was tough to get the job, mm-hmm. but once you got it, I, I definitely understand and I would agree with you that it's a great way to see kind of the inside of a hospital, how things function, the different the different careers, mm-hmm. the different positions inside the hospital, like you said, nursing, x-ray techs, whatever, you know, whatever else, surgery techs, whatever there is. Um, that, that's awesome. So why why did you choose to go to the medical field? Is that is that something you love or is something you like? You maybe you do you don't love it? Do you have any other passions or 
Why the medical field? I think it's something absolutely. I love it. I like having that interaction with the patients. Mm-hmm. It's also a big kind of team effort. You're, just, you're working as a team in the various departments. Mm-hmm. And it's nice that at the end of the day, you you know that you impacted someone's life. Even, even by bringing maybe the spouse of some patient that's there a cup of coffee and you mm-hmm. see how happy they got. Yeah. You came in, they're a little, maybe a little moody, a little under the weather. Yeah. And obviously it's understandable. They're family members in the hospital. And then yeah. you are nice enough to maybe offer them some water, some coffee, and you're leaving the room and they're so happy that you could impact their life. You know? yeah. So it's a good way to impact someone's life, help their life, and you see how well they change. That's awesome. Um, you talked a little bit about, you said it took you about a year to get this job. Mm-hmm. You were applying, waiting for, for an in, where, waiting for an interview. Um, let's talk a little bit about the how can I part, right? Some people are either in school for nursing or in school for x-ray tech and they need a job and they want to expose themselves. Mm-hmm. Or maybe there's somebody's like, I love that I, that job. That's that's sounds like the fit for me, you know, and I want to do that. How can, where can they start? What, what do they need to, to start? So look around our city, look at what hospitals we have. Go on their websites, look what positions they have posted. Mm-hmm. And anything that's pretty much entry level, like environmental services, you don't need a degree to mm-hmm. be a housekeeper. But you can get degrees within that department. Like at one point, I was a certified executive housekeeper, mm-hmm. believe Ooh. it or not. Yeah. That's a- <laughs> Dang, sir. Thank you, uh-huh. sir. So, th- like, those kind of positions, those are good to get you into higher management positions. Yeah, okay. Yeah, like, in our department. I mean, good. obviously, you probably want to have good people skills and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, say the question again. So <laughs> lost my train of thought. <laughs> no, no, no. The train drove away, man. Uh-huh. Um, people are looking at, they are oh, getting yes, into yes, the yes, position. Yes. And so besides applying, yeah, I know a lot of managers, they like when you come in and you kind of show your face. Imagine, I remember when I applied to my position, one of the people that I was working there told me, oh, we got over 300 applicants for the positions. Mm-hmm. And why they chose my position to look at, I don't know. There wasn't someone that went and said a nice word about I me, mean, nothing like that. I don't know anybody mm-hmm. at the hospital that I work at now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it was all prayer and yeah. God. But you can also come in, you know, come in, drop off your resume. Of course, some managers don't like that. They might tell you to go home, apply online. I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. But then there are those managers that do want to talk to you. They, out of the 300 applications that they get, and Ruslan was the only one that came in and showed his face and say, oh, wow, I like how Ruslan acted in front of me. I like how he presented himself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Why should I keep looking through the 300 applications when Ruslan's the perfect fit? Right. You know? Okay, so where do I find a manager? I go to the ER department. I mean, I honestly, like, if I'm trying to get this job, I go into the hospital. I'm trying to find the EVS, mm-hmm. EVS um, manager. Where, where can I find him? Does it have an office somewhere? Mm-hmm. So usually, like, at the front desk when you come in. Uh, I hope the managers aren't getting mad. <laughs> There's about to be, like, lines in front of the uh-huh, office. Right. Yeah, usually in our department, we encourage them to apply online and then yeah. recruiting kind of sorts through the applications mm-hmm. to see who's qualified, who's not. But that's our department, you know? Yeah, yeah. Every, every other departments might think the same, mm-hmm. but again, some are some do like seeing the face come in. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I understand you're busy at work. 
it's not not the easiest because trust me we have people coming in all the time and they'll oh i'm so and so and so and you're in the middle of something big and it's hard uh to uh, put make time to go talk Mm -hmm. to this person because they're interested um so you said you don't need a degree um are they looking for experience um do you want to maybe obviously you want to be better on your english so say maybe someone like you that's going for nursing or x-ray tech but they want to they want this job are are they looking for people like oh we just need full-time people or are they expecting people that are going to get jobs are they expecting them to leave in a couple years or whatever once they get their degree what they're going for so i don't know about the other hospitals but i know for my hospital the supervisors they want to see you succeed Mm -hmm. they don't get upset when you come work for our department for two years Mm -hmm. and then you're oh i'm moving up to a better position no they're gonna cheer you on if you're a stellar employee if you're always on time Mm -hmm. you're helping out you can they can tell that you're making a difference yeah they're gonna work with you they're gonna try to work with your schedule your school schedule just to get where you want to get and they and if you ask they might even network with some of the other managers and say hey ruslan's excellent Mm -hmm. perfect attitude excellent personality you guys should hire him he's in school for this Mm, okay so you you mentioned school which is actually a very important topic because Say you have a schedule, right? And mm-hmm. but also you're going to school. Mm-hmm. How does the schedule affect your school? Did like did, how easy it is? How easy is it for them to work or for you to work around your schedule? So it depends what position you're in. So obviously, if you're a full time or working five days a week, mm-hmm. you're not just gonna tell them, "Oh, I'm gonna go to school five days a week, but yeah. keep my full time position." Right. That's not full time. <laughs> that's not gonna work. As someone has to clean the hospital. Yeah. Uh, but we have. Our department's kind of like an open door. People mm-hmm. come and go all the time. And if you see like a shorter hour position come up, apply for it, let them know I'm going to go to school. Okay. Can I have this shorter hour position? I can work three days a week for you. I can work two days a week for you with this position, for mm-hmm. example. And if that meets that position's requirements, they'll, they'll normally try their best to work around your schedule. Okay, cool. And are there, what are, obviously the benefits are different from part-time to full-time. Mm-hmm. Say, um, I get a full-time position. Are there, what are the benefits that the hospital offers? I, obviously, every hospital offers something different, mm-hmm. but is there like maybe um, insurance for the family, stuff like mm-hmm. that? So the place that I work for, they do offer like medical insurance, mm-hmm. vision, dental. Mm-hmm. So all full-time positions have that. And then part-time positions that meet a certain amount of hour. Mm-hmm. I believe it's either um working 40 or 48 hours every two weeks mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that can meet those benefits for you and okay for your family and then there's a whole bunch of other benefits that they give too okay besides those so okay i, ju- I just thought of this question mm-hmm. after you clean do you change before you go home or are you bringing all these germs home or are you changing in the garage before you walk in the house because that's kind of that's a lot of stuff on you <laughs> right yeah <laughs> so we do we do have some people do change okay um and i don't know what so they, I, don't, I don't know employee. i don't know what they do with their clothes yeah they're probably sticking it in their backpack or their bag or something yeah um i change in the garage yeah. i don't like bringing anything in the house <laughs> yeah okay that makes sense <laughs> yeah i keep the family safe yeah okay um that's about all the questions i have for for you um besides so we co- we covered school 
you're you're going to school. We covered what your daily um kind of your daily thing looks like. Do you have any interesting like stories or maybe experiences that you've had either with patients or with, you know, any, anything else? Oh, a lot. <laughs> a lot. Can you can can you share them or any of, of them? Of course. So like I said in the beginning, so our EVS department exposes you to a lot. Mm-hmm. And that kind of puts you on the spot is this if you say you want to do nursing and do you want to do nursing after you've run into some of the situations that for example i ran into like one Mm -hmm. time we got a call the emergency room there was a legitly a pool of blood on the floor wow and hold up is legitly a word (laughs) legitimately (laughs) legitimately okay and there was a pool of blood and if you're wondering, oh, can I handle this or not? <laughs> that's an excellent way to check if you're ready or not. Because yeah, as soon as you come in that room, that strong smell of iron is in your face. Yeah. Like, for example, if you cut your finger and you're licking your blood, that strong taste, yeah. this is all in your face when you come into that room. That's crazy. So that I remember. And that was... Like, so what do you do? I hard. mean, do you, do you dress up? You put on some special clothes? What do you start wiping it with? Absolutely. So our cleaning, cleaning chemicals, they... Uh, kill any bacteria that's maybe okay. even in the blood okay obviously if it's in the emergency room or anywhere else we do want to take all the necessary precautions we have special suits that we can put on um special gowns that we can put on mask uh covers for your shoes mm-hmm. everything that's going to keep yourself safe because you don't know if this patient with all this pool of blood has hiv anything yeah. else that's pretty bad yes yes and exactly. of course you want to take everything necessary to Protect all the necessary about. precautions mm-hmm. to protect yourself dude that's crazy um because I'm, I'm thinking like animal blood right i've worked with like animals fish mm-hmm. whatever ducks i mean that's blood but people blood and a pool of blood that's 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 a very different that's mm-hmm. very different so um uh, you put into the biohazard basket what do you guys sweep sweep it up with i mean if there's a pool of blood on the floor, a big old pile of blood, what mm-hmm. do you, how do you start? With a mop? With a uh, with a mop? With our mops, you try to pick up as much of it as you can. Yeah. And after a couple mops, hope everything picks up. <laughs> it starts cleaning up. Uh-huh. You're not going to pick it up with one mop. Yeah, yeah. Awesome, dude. Well, thank you so much, mm-hmm. sir, uh, for coming on, honestly. Um, I remember back in the day when I thought I wanted to do medical, um, I was applying for a lot of these positions. I don't want to say for years because I don't remember how long I was applying for them. But good luck to everybody out there. Mm-hmm, that's that's trying. Um, definitely good luck. And again, thank you so much for sharing. And if you guys are listening or watching, make sure to subscribe right here. And below you'll see two videos. Check them out. Um, see, see what other careers you guys might be interested in. Um, like, share. Thank you so much.